This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, boys and girls. Hop on board. There's plenty of room for you. We'll take a little ride. Okay? Let's go! If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. B-I-G! You know what one of the greatest scripts ever written in the history of Hollywood is? What? Top Gun. Top Gun is great. What is Top Gun? You think it's a story about a bunch of fighter pilots? It is a story about a man's struggle with his own homosexuality. The end is inevitable, Maverick. You kind of set it for extinction. Maybe so, sir. But not today. So you like show tunes? Doesn't mean you're gay. It just means you're awful. And now. I've always liked American wines better than French wines, even though I don't drink wine. I just like the way they look. Our feature presentation. Come on. Come on. I mean, that could be the final straw. Oh. <laughs> I was I was okay up until now. Wait, now I hold up. Starting to turn. Likes the way they look. Because uh, he doesn't drink, but American wines are better than French wines. Just mm-hmm. look at them. Look at them in those dark bottles that you can't see through. Wow. All right. <clears throat> Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean show. Normally, I say the date here, but at the top of my schedule, it says Poper. Sure does. P O P E R. What's that mean? Well, I don't know. Mm -mm. I do know that it's the 31st of July, but on my sheet it says Poper, P O P E R. That's not a word. Now, is it the. Mm -mm. But we were discussing is it the end of Poper or is today the first? Are we starting a new. Yeah, I always forget. Like 30 days has September, April, June. Poper. Yeah, so we're at the end of Poper. This is the end of Poper. Yeah. Okay. Is it the 31st or just. I don't remember that is part Pope of the Is like of the fall? Riddle? Is it like a big, or is it a month? My mom always told that me you, state of mind. you couldn't state of mind. You couldn't wear white after Poper. <laughs> right. Yeah. I remember so, that too. That's that's true. Not my fault. Okay. Poper though. Why why Poper? Why wouldn't it just say July or any other or, or a real word? I mean that is true. <laughs> just any word. This that's is where the real. date goes. So it's an odd choice to. I wish I had an answer for that, but I do not. No. Oh, Poper. it was a Dave thing? Of I course it was, it was a Kevin thing. thing. No. Oh, I thought it was a Kevin thing. How I thought this was you. your paperwork that you write out every day. Nope. I write it out every day, but then Dave types it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. And in place of the 31st of July, he put check, check Poper. Check your calendar. Did you write Check Poper? mine. Let me yeah. see. Did, Did I write Poper? Did you write Poper at the 31st time? 31st of July. Whoa. How about that? Okay. So, well, Poper. that's that's Dave, confusing. you can't even fathom where that came from? Nope. Okay. Hmm. That's confusing. Welcome to Popper, everybody. Okay. Um, Jensen's running a little late. He'll be joining us uh, shortly. Oh, according to the Urban Dictionary, Popper, a person who's crazy, a stoner, funny, or your good friend. Well, that just runs the gamut. That's just everything. Okay. No, that's not a real word. Mm, Okay. Okay. Sorry. Um, 
Kevin, uh, refresh my memory. You do or do not watch the news? I don't watch the news because I'm a kid. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. Although if I knew the news was Donald Trump saying that he likes American wine better because (laughs) of the way it looks. Right. Maybe I'm in. Yeah, right. Uh, So you probably didn't uh, check out the uh, Democratic candidate debate last night. I did not. CNN, Detroit. Nope. I'm not into it yet because... There are way too many candidates. Well, my and, yeah, my thing is that I can't pay attention to politics that long. Mm-hmm. Let's let's limit yeah. it to six months and just do that, and yeah. wait till they narrow it down right. to the yeah. not nut jobs. Although, up there. are there nut jobs up there? There are yes. still nut jobs. Okay, yeah. well then maybe I'm interested. Yeah, there were ten candidates last night. Another ten um, tonight, and I and I didn't watch it, but I did see the early reviews suggest that uh, the leaders are still the leaders. It's probably still Bernie and Elizabeth did the best. Someone named John Delaney, who I think is a Netflix comedian. I think I've seen him on SNL. <laughs> he he apparently was impressive last night. Didn't How about see him. That? Don't know who he is. Um, the the other uh, the other thing about it was um, there was one other thing about it. oh and CNN did a terrible job I understand okay a terrible job There's like a shock. Am- American Ninja style warrior intro and they just like way overdid yeah. like the graphics really? yeah it was everything. like a, a UFC intro with <laughs> really? everybody coming out they have a, a, and then a song that everybody came out to I'm not kidding. 15 second answers and they'd cut people off and it got to the point where people would get like 10 words out and they'd be like thank you thank you thank you i love it and then they'd ask the person next to them to respond and they're like they only said their name i don't (laughs) how do i respond it was painful i got through 20 minutes and i was like why am i stop it this is no way to have a debate that that enlightens anyone by giving people 15 seconds to answer these are complex questions i gotta be honest um now i'm in and oh, you can't have because I love crazy. You can't have a UFC style intro and then Don Lemon walks out. That just doesn't work. Okay, <laughs> I'm Donald okay. Trump and I approve this message. All right, so I bring all that up to bring this up. A lot of times, the most interesting thing that happens isn't what's on the stage; it's something around the debate. Right, and Ali, you probably have already been introduced to young Jaden Jefferson, who was the star of yesterday in Detroit. Did you see him? No. You take a question from the audience. He is uh, a journalist, and he was interviewed on CNN a couple of hours before the debate by Brooke Baldwin. All right. You may not have yet heard the name Jaden Jefferson. He is a reporter working the beat here at the Detroit debate, and he recently scored quite the scoop, a one-on-one interview with presidential candidate and Senator Elizabeth Warren. And before I show you just a clip of that interview, you should know this, Jaden. What do you think she's going to say? Something about young Jaden is yeah, like only 12? three years old. Three, okay. I was Let's going go 12. He's 11. He is 11. He's 11. Okay. Okay. He's 11, right. So here's a couple of just a, qu- a quick cut, a couple of his questions. As an outspoken critic of the president, what do you think is the worst policy he initiated? What are you doing for equal opportunities for people of color? So that's a really good question. All right, so he sits down with Elizabeth Warren. By the way, he is, uh, before you get too excited about him, Allie, before you're Jaden Jefferson 2020, he uh, he's a Marion Williamson fan. <laughs> Ooh, that's sweet his, spirit. That's his candidate. So here's Brooke finding out a little bit about our young reporter. And Jaden Jefferson is with me here. Jaden, good to see you. Nice good to, to see, see you. you. A pleasure. Oh, it's a joy for me to be here. It's so. a joy. It's I already a joy. hate it. Now, Jaden, it is... Why do you hate it? Because he's, just... he's joyful? Uh, it's just dull. She's he's talking a... to an 11-year-old. Yes, but the right, 11-year-old says it's a joy to be on CNN and to be there covering the debate. Let's yeah, he more. wasn't raised right. Let's hear more. He was raised <laughs> no, right. This is no. exactly what <laughs> no. he wanted. Young people to be engaged. Uh, what a little dick, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that that's... 
All right, let's see. July, and um, it was summer camp just not, like, challenging enough? Like, the kids at camp aren't reading the Mueller report? Like, why? That's a great question, by the way. Were the kids at summer camp not reading the Mueller report? I like her better than him now. I mean, him better than her now. That's why you're here? Yeah. Why are you here, my dear? Well, summer camp, I've never been that kind of person. I'm that person who's like, I want to do my own thing during the summer. So usually I don't do summer camps. It's either me just sitting at the house uh, during just sitting down and watching TV and watching the news or it's me going out and shooting stories like I did this summer. So let's Okay, what 11-year-old is watching the news? Being you made a mistake earlier cuz you said it was on CNN. Where was it really? This is on CNN. What no, no, there's no way. What the well it's a that's this a sidebar no it's, it's a sidebar story that you would be But on put CNN, a, on the main CNN? You would put it on CNN. Is there, if there a were, CNN kids? If there were an 11-year-old <laughs> interviewing presidential candidates, that would be something that would be worth spending just a couple it. of minutes it's on CNN for adults. I'm just trying to find out okay. how many 11-year-olds are super into the news to the point where they don't want to go outside. I, I don't want to stand up for him. Oh, hey, I, Jensen. Hi, yes, you hi, do. I do because in <laughs> in 4th grade I wrote uh, a report for fun on the Iran-Contra hearings. <laughs> that is a true really? story. Yeah, yeah. I was like a creepy news So you too. could have picked anything, and you picked the Iran- Anything. It was Contra- it was a optional. I just did it for fun. I, I turned it into the school. I, this, this teacher was named Mr. Kaplan. He We're was working with a nerd. Yeah. Nerd. I mean, luckily, I got out of it. Now I'm super cool. So. <laughs> It's more of a young thing, yeah. Kids are stupid. All right, so a little bit more. Brooke is asking about the interview with Senator Warren. Let's talk about the news and your story, your big scoop with Senator Warren. Like, what, what, What was she like, and have you had an opportunity to interview any of the other candidates? Well, when I interviewed Elizabeth Warren, that was the only presidential candidate I've interviewed. And after shooting the interview, I wasn't thinking much about it. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I got an exclusive with Elizabeth Warren. But then, but then when I got all the media attention, I was like, am I actually here right now? I love this kid. I love him. I love how excited he is about how engaged he is in the process. He's super fun to listen to. Sabine, will you still be into him when the racist tweets come out? <laughs> you think he's going to be Milkshake Duck? Yeah, Milkshake Duck. <laughs> Asshole. All right, one more because they talk about how the, the reason he got into news is he was on the street. He was four years old in New York with his parents, and he saw a newscaster. He saw a guy doing a stand-up for the news, and he was just fascinated by watching it. So he went up and he got a picture with him. And then a few years later, he met the local meteorologist where he lives in uh, Illinois, or I think it was in Illinois, and decided he was interested in meteorology, and then from then he became interested in news. So once it started, I got serious about this TV business, so I went to basketball games, shot news packages and pieces there, um, and then I would log the scores for the other ones and present them at 11 o'clock. So he was putting it on TV. What age? 11. 11. That's incredible. I mean, I thought I was all right starting at 21, (laughs) but you got me beat. And since you're such a professional... By the way, I'm so impressed by you. Thank Mom and Dad, you guys did real good. Take a look at that cam- this camera. See, it says number one on it. And I want you to read the tease to tell everyone when to watch the debate. All right, I'm not trying to make any comparisons here, but we've all heard Kevin read teases, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Nail here's, it. That's here, what you're talking about. Here's Jaden. Just a few hours from now, the CNN debates, two big nights, starting tonight at 8, live from Detroit. I'm Jane Jefferson, and you're watching CNN. I'm sorry. I want to adopt this kid, <laughs> although I could never do as good a job as his parents are doing with him. I just think he's awesome. Plus, I see he shouldn't I'm, live with you. I see I'm alone. <laughs> I see I'm not. I'm the only one impressed by Jaden. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a little bit of a, of a precocious vibe to it that I probably wouldn't be able to stand after about 12 minutes. Really? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I like it. It's cute. I mean, I was a little Alex P. Keaton in that way, too. Like, you mm-hmm. know, but at the same time, 
It's, you can only take so much. I'd rather him be well, into like you know baseball. Because or... kids are so awful, though. I really like kids who are who, who present as adults. Right. I will say this: I, I worked in news for fourteen years. He's absolutely everything about a news person. Meaning as a kid, as they grow up, as a kid, like really, he, he in he is everything about that. Like, oh yes, and all I want to do is be on the news. <laughs> Ugh. So you've met this guy before, but I've as, met as a grown up, as an adult, and mm-hmm. I hate him. He is okay. a dick. Oh, I don't know that that the kid, no, kids he's yeah, the making worst. his way. No, he's adorable. Wow. <laughs> I, I know this is hard to believe, but I believe I misread the room. <laughs> that is a shocker. That is a shocker. All right, let's talk about today's Kevin Abicho, shall we? I want you two in the ground. Oh, that seems strong. Doto, the international man of mystery. Sure. I hope you both go to hell. Mm. Who, by oh, the way, is going no. to Singapore to meet a woman. Yeah, Kevin oh. B. Very excited about that. Yeah, me too. We have a podcast listener named Chris who left a message for us. Sounds incredibly normal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound like she's a weirdo in any way. Okay. Knows for a fact, however, that the moon landing was a hoax. Yeah. And everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she wrote a paper on it when she had a, an option like Jensen did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She wrote a paper on the fact that man did not land on the moon. Don't be ridiculous. Well, she can tell us about that, and Jensen can uh, tell us about the Iran-Contras. Yeah. Uh, theme park mishaps on the program today. And David Markland, who is uh, Midsummer Scream Halloween and Horror Convention. We're going to yes. talk about that. Can't, can't get to Halloween fast enough. Amen. Yeah. Love it. And uh, Woman Mary's Dog. So that's coming up. What was it? We will take a break. We'll come Wait. back with what's happening. What next. did you just man, say? Dog? It's Kevin and Bean. K-U-Rock. All right, uh, Allie, we don't go on the air till 6, so mm-hmm. this is the time to be awful. What do you got for us? Wow. What's going on? It's quite a sell. It's real nice of you. I'm just saying we can we can all get away with slacking. Okay. J- Jensen barely shows up. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I was I was 8 minutes late. You were right. 8 minutes late and you said, you know, new dad Jensen not mm-hmm. sleeping as well. You don't even remember turning off your alarm, no. right? <laughs> no. Don't remember waking up, don't remember anything. Okay. Can Welcome I, to the next uh, five years. Can I put something in your head that maybe you could check on when you get home? Sure. Remember yesterday when I did that story about a guy who was having problems breathing during his sleep? Yes. Oh, yeah. Set up a camera. Yep. Turned out his cat just creeping up on him, then mm-hmm. blocking his nose and his mouth mm-hmm. in the middle of the night. Suffocating him, yeah. Suffocating him. Now I bring you a woman in Brazil. Kept waking up late for work. She set her alarm. She couldn't figure it out. So she set up cameras thinking, am I turning it off in the middle of the night? I can't figure it out. No, no. Her effing cat <gasps> pawing at the screen, disabling the alarm. Whoa. Could because it have been you have a your cat. cat? Could it have been Bill? I saw Bill, uh-huh. and Bill is 800 pounds. He's the biggest cat in the world. Could Bill have <laughs> sat on your camera or, or on your on um, phone. phone and broken it? Uh, or, or ate it. Or ate it. Did Bill it? eat it? Or um, the alarm could have been going off and you couldn't have heard it because he was sitting he on was it. He was sleeping I mean, on it. Right. That's a great point. Or sleeping on my face. Sure. Or sleeping on your face. A lot of options here. Honestly, those all have uh, the same likelihood as anything else right now. Because okay. I have no idea. I, Danielle woke me up and was like, it's five. And I was like, what? <laughs> How? It's the worst. I have two alarms. I have one normal alarm clock. Yeah. I do remember that one. Okay. But then I don't remember hearing the second one. <gasps> Cats, okay. right? A true mystery. Can you set up? Um, cameras 
and see if it is indeed Bill. Danielle, I would like to set up cameras all around this bedroom. Yeah, that's right. Maybe <laughs> six, seven different angles. It's purely for me to wake up. Also a live feed, if oh, you yes. don't mind. Live yeah, feed. That, that would go over great. well. Okay. Was it one of your first get up on this, um, a recorder of you while you your sleep? sleep, yes. yeah. Wasn't that one of them? That's in order to hear yourself sleep talking. All mm-hmm. right. Still love that app. Still wouldn't help. Still wouldn't help. Okay. Maybe you'd hear Bill going, <laughs> he's going to be late for work. Yeah. Yeah. That's his voice, so. Just wow, okay. Just saying, Bill's a dick, cats are dicks. <laughs> you guys, it was only released 19 days ago, but Disney's remake of The Lion King has passed $1 billion at the global box office. That makes it the fourth Disney film this year to hit That's that figure. astonishing. Yeah, Aladdin, Avengers Endgame, and Captain Marvel, and now Lion King. All over a billion. And then, very likely, the upcoming Frozen 2 and the Star Wars Rise of the Skywalkers will do the same, which mm. would um, help Disney mount a $9 billion profit in 2019. Disney's doing okay. Yeah, that seems pretty good. Yeah. I love it. Can I ask you guys a question? Because I don't remember the original Lion King. Is it Does it follow the same yes. storyline? So it's a remake of an mm-hmm. original movie mm-hmm. that they didn't change anything about except for it looks better. Looks and better. And it passed a billion dollars. And the star power of a Beyonce, I think, helped it as well. But you mm-hmm. know what's going to happen. No, there's no surprises. No. Like, no. That's crazy no. that they made a billion dollars on that. Like all of a sudden, Scar's like, hey, you know what? I went to therapy. I'm right. cool. I'm good. With my brother. <laughs> and you know what else is weird about this is it's one thing to remake a movie from 25 years ago because the argument can be made that a lot of young people haven't seen it, mm-hmm. but every kid grew up with The Lion King. I think so, too. You and know also, what I mean? It's a movie that you'll you'll be showing your kid in five years, you know, uh, Jensen? Yeah, even Stranger, uh, Aladdin didn't do that good. So, like, it's funny. Interesting. To, like, it did well, but not billion dollars in, you know, a couple weeks. So, it's, it, it, it is... Uh, in in my opinion, that the people want to see the Lion King. That's Wait, crazy. Aladdin, no, Aladdin was one of the billion dollar movies. One of the billion dollar movies, but not as fast, correct? Oh, I don't know about fast, but a billion dollars. Well, sure, Jensen. but that seems this more year. international in that case. No? Jensen's well, not yeah, happy it's, with it's, a billion. It has to yeah. be fast. A fast. You know what's billion. better? You know what's better than a billion dollars? What? Two billion dollars. Okay, that's yeah. a good point. Good point. I hadn't thought about that. I, but let me. I, I'm going to do research on my own. Okay. Bye. No, I guarantee Bye, in 19 days Aladdin didn't surpass it. And I think it's more international, but I'd have to look at it. Well, yeah, it's a global. Box office. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. We can yeah, all see that except saying, for one of them. Yeah, I think what we're saying here is Jensen hates Will America. Smith. Will Smith. He's like, I hate America and the US. Like, oh, the, at least, you know, the US didn't do it. What? Or wait, no, he loves America. Listen, some birthdays <laughs> for you. That would be spanking. Shoot, it's 6.01. I screwed this up. Yep. Um, Avenged Sevenfold singer M. Shadows. J. I mean, K. I did tell you to be awful. You, and did, you came you through. Did. We did you. <laughs> J.K. Rowling, Wesley Snipes, and Mark Cuban. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. You know, my favorite uh, TV show out of Britain is from ITV. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, Holly Willoughby and Philip Schofield. And this these, morning it's called, yeah. This morning it's called, yeah. And these are the ones that uh, covered the woman marrying the ghost, if you'll recall. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. yeah. And they treated her with a great deal of respect. More than she deserved. <laughs> then she came back and got a divorce. He wasn't quite so happy to treat her with respect. <laughs> sure. yeah. Well, because he respects the sanctity of marriage, Kevin. <laughs> so, As I think we're about to prove. Of course. <laughs> so then, uh, yesterday morning... 
He talked to a certain Elizabeth Hode, and I would like you to hear their story. But now let's introduce you to our next guest, who hasn't been lucky when it comes to finding love. She's Elizabeth Hode, and she has endured four failed engagements and has been out on over 200 dates, which Whoa. haven't gone too well. But now she says, she says, does she not, Ruthie? She has found the one. She's found the one. She's planning now to marry the love of her life, and he's with her today. Her golden retriever. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what? Oh, see, what? I, I'm I sorry. had a golden, so I Same. get it. Same. Right? I the love best dogs. They're the best dogs ever. The best dogs. Yes. But did you, did you ever think of marrying, however? No, but Bailey was special, but no. It wasn't really my type. The, <laughs> the dog was sitting next to Elizabeth on the couch and was pretty much dozing the whole time. Like, the well, dog really didn't realize exactly how exciting this day was. Yeah, Kevin, I, I have not seen the video, mm -hmm. but I have to ask because you know it's my no pun intended pet peeve. Yeah. They didn't dress the dog up, did they? Oh, he had to be in a tux. It's his wedding day. You'll find out. Now, uh, Philip, of course. What a tease. You'll find <laughs> out. It's, it's answered later. Okay. okay. Philip, who tries his best to be patient, is losing his patience with these types of people. So they get into the conversation and then he immediately cuts her off and asks the question. <laughs> he looks very relaxed Thank and chilled. So much, yeah. Tell me about the love you have for Logan Humphrey. And Logan has... <laughs> just looking at Logan's face there. He's asleep, by the way. Yeah. He's asleep. He's passed out. That dog adores you. For that, there is, there is no doubt. Yeah, and I adore him. I rescued him a year ago today. Oh. Hmm. He saved me, and I've saved him. And everyone... I got a dog behaviourist um, when I first got him, and she said... OK, I get all that. But... <laughs> <laughs> no time. It's just he's had it. No time. All right, you got a dog behaviourist, whatever. I understand. He was probably so optimistic about this job when he started, <laughs> and then slowly it just got more and more annoying. It's just draining the life out of him. Yeah. And everyone... I got a dog behaviourist um, when I first got him, and she said... Okay, I get all that. But as regards <laughs> human relationships, yes. and with men in particular, have you, have you gone as far to say you've given up? I've completely given up. I've been on all those websites, you know, yeah. farmers... Okay, I'd just okay. like to point out that she was on Farmers. Was that Farmers, farmers Only? Farmers Only, mm -hmm. yeah. Where you could really... What? I if mean... I can't find love on Farmers <laughs> Only, I'm turning to dogs. <laughs> Millionairematch.com, Match.com, Tinder. But, okay, but Elizabeth, do you not get to the stage where you have to ask yourself the question? Now, this is my favorite part because now he's turning on her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't you get to the point where you say, Is it them or is it you? Oh, oh, dang. Jesus. By the way, son, where'd you find this? By the way, to her credit, she said, it's probably me. Oh. No. She actually said that. That oh. question, though, is savage. Yeah. <laughs> it really uh -huh. is. Nice. Mic drop. <laughs> so we get all that, but it is quite extreme to go from that to saying, I'll marry my dog. Okay, see, so this is the thing, is that they really present it really straightforward. Yes, why are they not Why are they not pointing out that you can't marry your dog? I don't think people would come on their show, so they try okay. to treat them with respect. Mm -hmm. So she's asked, he's saying something insulting by asking it very nicely. And I right. hope Isn't it's it not extreme? a marital relationship, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I know somebody what you're saying. Point, somebody should point that out, too. It's <laughs> not a marriage. See, Bean, they wouldn't come on our show. Yeah. Because okay. you wouldn't right. be able to help yourself. Okay. All right. I mean, seriously, you want to marry your dog. 100%. We're not joking. It's not just me. I, I, I meet with about 10 other friends a week. We go on lots of treks with all our dogs. I'm, and a lot of my friends said, why don't you just marry him? Because I'm with him 24-7. All right, listen. I'd like to point out, though, when somebody says, why don't you just marry him? 
That's a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every time. I love, I love this. I love this coffee. Why don't you marry it? Yes. That's what they said to her. And she's like, okay. So dumb. I'll marry you. Oh, so they decide that they're going to, and they had this set up beforehand. They decide that they're going to have the wedding ceremony on the TV show. What a blessed day. How about that? Okay. So they have everything ready. You, you, have you got a new outfit? Have you got something to get, to get yes, ready? Yes, I've got my wedding out. Oh, yeah, so he's you... got tuxedo and a top hat. So oh. the, dog, the dog has a tuxedo and a top hat. Awesome. That's all he is, needs. This marriage is already starting off <laughs> awful for the boy. <laughs> That's it. Uh, and, yeah, I've got a bracelet for him and he's he's already given me an engagement ring. So she shows her engagement ring, which is really cool. I think he got her a ring. <laughs> Do you think he like went down to Zales and was like, and then I was like, oh, okay. I need three months of salary. Right? (laughs) But she's showing it off like really proudly, like, isn't this wonderful? Without further ado, could I ask the congregation to stand? Okay, now this is someone else on the morning show, and she's starting to be yes. And you know who she is? She's our um, interviewer that interviewed Harrison Ford and got him drunk. Yes. And is one of the most delightful, Alison Hammond, one of the most delightful people on television. So she is running the ceremony. Oh, no. And it's, oh, wow. filled, and it's filled with puns. Yes. And she and she can't help herself. Okay. She can't do it seriously. Without further ado, could I ask the congregation to stand as the bride prepares to make her entrance down the aisle? And they called it no. puppy love. No. 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 All right, here's what I want to say. <laughs> no. Here's what I want to say. You think they played the song? No, they had a singer. Yeah. A live singer. Yeah, because it's love, man. You can't can't put a price tag on love. Right? Bean, when was that song out? Uh, well, the original version by go. Steve yeah. Lawrence was in 1961. <laughs> I can't but... believe we found something weirder than marrying your dog, knowing the year that song was released. But Dottie Osmond had a big hit cover in 1972. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, I guess they'll never know. Unreal. And That's by the way, podcast. he keeps singing it. I mean, it's not just a shortened version of the song. He sings Puppy Love. Mm-hmm. Uh. While she's standing there waiting with the dog in the top hat. Yeah. This is all happening. Seriously. So now she starts to uh, work in the puns. I stand here today to join together Elizabeth Mary Francis Hode and Logan Humphrey II, the golden retriever. If any persons here present has a bone of contention as to why they may not be joined together. I do. (laughs) Who stood up? No one. Come on. There's no. a million reasons why this can't happen. They're all into it, Bean. This is a beautiful, beautiful moment. I don't know why you're trying to ruin it. I guess I just don't understand love. Why do you hate love? As to why they may not be joined together. <laughs> I, I will now, I will now pause oh, to, pause. to let them speak, bark. <laughs> now... It's important to know that she is standing there ready to marry her dog. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She doesn't love the puns, and no. she certainly right. doesn't love the laughing. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. She's serious. Of course. Yes, okay. she's marrying okay. her dog. She's okay. marrying a dog, for God's sake. All right. Yes. All right. Do you, Elizabeth, take yes. Logan to be your very own pedig- pedigree chum to have for better, for when you are in the doghouse, for richer, for when Logan occasionally bites the hand that feeds him? Even when one of you is as sick as a dog. <laughs> Come on. Uh, 
I do. She's like, I do. Come I'm on. glad you finally got to that part, I do. This is a oh. farce, you guys. Of course it's oh. a farce. You know who doesn't know it's a farce? Elizabeth. That's who doesn't know. She's married her dog. the dog either. True. That's, that's correct as well, yeah. And Logan. Hello, darling. Will you take Elizabeth to lead you on walkies for the rest of your life? All right. So she asked the dog the question. And he says no. Tell me he says no. And they zero in on the dog, uh-huh. who, of course, doesn't talk because it's a dog. <laughs> right. right. And she says, Oh, my gosh. She no. says, I do. No. How great is she? That's the host or the, the wife? That's the host. Unreal. That's the, the woman up there running the ceremony goes, I do. So. Hello, Logan. Hello, darling. Will you take Elizabeth to lead you on walkies for the rest of your life? I do. <laughs> I couldn't love this more. Elizabeth, oh, yeah. repeat after me. Repeat after I me. give you this ring. She said repeat she after did. me. She did. Repeat after me. And Elizabeth said repeat after me. Elizabeth, repeat after me. Repeat after me. I give you this ring. <laughs> I give you this ring. Oh, I give you this ring. This As a sign me. that you are the top dog in my life. As a sign that you're the top dog. In my life or on yes, my life? Yes, correct, yeah. yeah. She wants to make sure she gets the yeah. wording right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's binding. Right, right. binding. Yeah. With my body, I promise to take you for daily walkies. Oh, with my body, I, pro- I promise to take you for daily walkies. And all that I have in my doggy treat cupboard, I give to you. And all that I have in my doggy treat cupboard, I give to you. So I pronounce you now as dog and woman. Dog and woman, everybody. Yeah, there you go. Just like Jesus intended. So now listen to him because he's just going to cut it off and move on to the. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, I can't, can't do this. Do this. <laughs> I'm out of my I have career. To go drink scotch right? in my dressing room. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed. It's been certainly different, different. Uh, on the show <laughs> yes. today. I hope you watching at home were as emotional as we all were, Elizabeth and Logan and Ogan and everybody here. Uh, tomorrow we'll be back doing something completely different. Thank you for joining our congregation today. See you in the morning at half past ten. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Congratulations. 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 I'm only sad the dog didn't poop. Repeat after me. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
I, uh, I I find it very difficult to take uh, compliments, and it's Bean speaking, and it's been very difficult for me as the end of my time on the Kevin Bean Show approaches to have all the people come up and saying all the very nice things that they're saying. Right. And I understand there's so much love yes. on this batch of mm-hmm. Afro calls <laughs> that I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous. I'm, I'm already humbled by hearing the yeah. sweet things that You're people gonna are You're going to be a say. little embarrassed by the yeah. love. Really? It's because too much. People, people really are into me it's now? It's too much, yeah. 323-520-AFRO. That is our voicemail here at the Kevin Bean Show 24-7. Call and leave us a message on any topic. So, okay, I'm just listening now. Hey, it's me, Patrick Warburton again. Ali, I'd like to dribble your triple, <laughs> if you know what I mean. That's a whole call to my little Hey, great callback. Uh, Allie just got a, a giant silo to hold her water in uh-huh. that has uh, inspirational messages on it. Sure. She can barely lift it. She can barely lift it. It's true. <laughs> you guys think you have it bad with Allie and all the water she drinks? The lady at my work, she got two of those jugs. Plus, she made this wire shelf to hold them because they're so heavy. So I went up to her and I said, hey, I like your jugs. Nice rack. And I get in trouble. <laughs> Thanks, Allie. <laughs> Just tried to compliment a coworker. I mean, That's I all. That was it. well delivered. <laughs> I respect it. Perfect. Jensen came in and said, "You guys, I'm changing my style." Yeah. And he walked into the studio with a Hawaiian shirt. It shocked us all. Hey, Jensen. Now that you're wearing Hawaiian shirts, I'm wondering if you're going to start um, rapping more yacht rock stuff, like Jimmy Buffett. I want to hear you rap Jimmy Buffett because I think it'll come supernatural to you. Please. Ah, well, that's funny that she says that because with the shirt, I have been trying some new things. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, this one's for your luau's. Nibbling on a sponge cake, watching the sun bake. All of those tourists are covered with oil. Strum in my six string, on my front porch swing. Smell those shrimp, they're beginning to boil. I'm wasting away in Margaritaville, searching for my law shaker assault. Some people may claim that there's a woman to blame, but I know that it's nobody's fault. Yo, nobody's uh, fault. Uh. <laughs> uh, very on brand with your shirt. I have some work to do. Yeah, Mark, no, what are your what are your uh, fans going to be? He's got parrot heads. What are you going to have? Uh, I think I, I, I honestly, I, I think I should just do parrot heads and just pretend his fans are mine. If okay. That's fine. Yeah, that's smart. I don't think I'm getting any built-in new, base already. No new fans with that rap. Yeah. No. Uh, we did a topic of things that you got away with without your parents finding out. One of them was a girl who got pregnant and her dad didn't find out until she was in the delivery room. Yeah. Listen to this. Hey guys, just calling on your latest call-in topic: things you did without your parents finding out. I technically wasn't living at home, but I was still only 19. I got uh, I got both married and divorced without my mother having <gasps> ever known. <laughs> married oh. and divorced. Uh, my gosh. Still in my 20s and uh, still doesn't know. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, love you guys. That's amazing. amazing. At some point, she's going to find out, right? Some point in her life, I assume, I her know. mom will find out. Maybe unless, not. Unless the daughter decides at some point it's long enough. And yeah. to just tell her, you know. I guess so. But I don't see any reason why she would find out on her own. Her mom. Yeah, true. Uh, I got bit by a brown recluse. That wasn't fun. Nope. Spider Kev, Spider Kev, owner of a giant head. He can speak gray on turf to satellites go in space. We'll never know. His name is Spider Kev. <laughs> well done. Another good delivery. Uh, we were talking about delivery people. At least 25% of people eat food before they get, bring it to your house. Hey, guys. I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that all the food you ate today mm. that was delivered to your house 
was probably touched by somebody else. You're welcome. I hope that it wasn't is, touched by him. That's your Postmates guy, Allie. Why did he sound so creepy? Because he's touching all our food. Oh. Bean, describe the TV show Euphoria, please. Uh, Euphoria is just, uh-huh. it's been called a parent's worst nightmare. It's just a, a bunch of teenagers in high school that are up to sex and drugs and uh, no get, goddamn good. Anybody else a little creeped out that Bean is obsessed with a show that depicts graphic teen sex? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Season finale this Sunday, you guys. Oh. She is not wrong. Hey, Bean, my girlfriend bought a ukulele yesterday. She's already killing you. Wow. Challenge, bruh. Where you at, Bean? Where you at? <laughs> Challenge, bruh. That was in a day. You said yesterday. <laughs> right. Um, they mean can, business. They're bringing she, it. Can she give me lessons? That was impressive. Jensen, you did a uh, a cameo thing for us with yes. Chris Hansen. Yeah, I surprised all of you. And uh, what was what was his his name for Bean? Bean, Bean, touch my peen. Bean, Colin from England. Can't wait for Bean, Bean, touch my peen to return to us. This is Hulk Hogan, by the way. <laughs> Bean, 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 touch my bean. This is Hulk Hogan, by the way. <laughs> this is taking over the nation. Bean, bean, touch my bean. Rub it, wash it, make it clean. Thank you, Uncle Bean. <laughs> Look, everybody needs a, a screen name, you guys. Come on. And that was a good one. We're all behind. He had a whole kids cheering section somehow. Bean, bean, please touch my bean. Beautiful. Hey, 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 this is Bean Factor, by the way. (laughs) Hey, guys, so just a quick proposal. I know Popo's Owl was very popular way back when. Uh, Can we bring that back, but with Bean Bean? Touch my bean? Like, hey, party people. Yeah, I don't know. Just think about it. Sleep on it. Bye. Guys, this is not how I want to be remembered. What a shame. What a legacy. Right? Uh, Do you want to be remembered as the guy who said that he didn't like to tip Ubers? Because you're about to incur the wrath. Uh Uh-oh. Hey, Bean. I just want to say that I have grown up with you. I was born in 1988, and I feel like I've listened to you my entire life. However... I feel like I've never wanted to punch you in the face more. I am a teacher and I do Postmates on the sides and the afternoons on the weekends to make some extra money, make ends meet because we get paid so well. And I know some of my colleagues drive Uber. And when you said that you don't tip, I wanted to press the murder button. Like, I am so pissed at you right now. You said that the ride to the airport cost you 30 bucks. Bitch, do you think Uber is giving them those $30 to each driver? You are out your damn mind, okay? Uber probably takes like half of that. So on that $30 ride, your driver probably made 14 bucks, maybe 16 bucks, and then also had to pay for their gas and had you spend the time driving your ass to the freaking airport and listening to you talking. Oh my God, hell yes, I'd be giving you a three-star rating too. I hope that your Uber rating falls below 4.6 so no one picks up your cheap ass anymore, okay? If $30 is too much to spend to go to the airport, then drive your ass there yourself and pay for parking (laughs) or get a real taxi. Do some other You are a cheap ass 
bitch. <laughs> that you, is a dressing down, man. You could hear her oh, yeah. filled with rage just halfway through that. Yeah. <gasps> Bean touch my peen, right? I don't, I don't never tip, by the way. <laughs> I, no, I don't. You I said you never tip Uber. You did say that. You can go back to the tape. I did not say I never tip. I don't tip all the time. That's what I said. I tip when there's exceptional service. You That's are like, a just like I do, do at a restaurant. Bitch. Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. K Rock. Q. I've been looking forward to this all day. Doto, the international man of mystery. I need some babe. Kevin Bean, there's one thing I forgot to tell you, Kevin Bean. I need a woman. Woo! I need a woman. I was in Vietnam. I definitely need a Korean woman. My my first memory is I just love the buffets in Las Vegas. I love the flan. It, ta- it has a lot of sugar. Life's a, life's a box, box of chocolate, Bean. Did you get her phone number? Yeah. Have you called it? Yeah, I called and she changed her number. How about that? <laughs> Why'd you tuck away some knives in a behind an air conditioner vent in a nondescript no, 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 bag? No, no, seriously, that's not mine, man. I drink your milkshake. Well, I, I, well, I, I don't, don't for. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Why not, Bean? This is America. Woo! And now the further adventures of Dota, international man of mystery, man. Yeah. Why not, Bean? This is America, Dota. Welcome back to the Kevin and Bean Show, my friend. Hey, hey, hey thanks, Bean. Hey, I'm going. My, I'm going. I'm going on my trip, Bean, to to Singapore next Monday. I'm re- I'm going next Monday, and, and I'm returning back on the 16th or the 18th of August. No small talk for Doe. I'll tell <laughs> no, you that. No, no. Right, right to it. Right, right to, to it. it. Yeah, not a lot of chit chat. How you been, Doe? <laughs> what? Good man. Good man. Good. 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 Kevin Bean. You know why I'm going there? To see a woman. Okay, tell us about this. What do we know about this woman, Doko? Here's the deal, Kevin Bean. Uh, Back in April or March of uh, 2019, which is a few months ago, right? I met this woman on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Then we talked and we got to know each other. And I just want to make sure, is she she for real or is she going to be playing me for a fool? So what I do is that I talk to her on FaceTime and I talk to her on the phone quite a few times. And I... Am I pretty much absolutely convinced that, she, that she's a real person? Okay. Uh, first, Dojo, I'd like to introduce myself. My name is Jensen. I'm new to the show. Hey, Jensen, I'm, how's it going? I'm a big fan of yours. Uh, I think I'm going to say something. If you FaceTimed with her, that sounds like a good sign. Sounds solid. Yeah, but 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 the, but the problem, I just want to make sure that I'm, I'm, I'm not being tapped. Of course. I know that there's, there's a lot of BS going on. And there's, a lot of, there's a lot of fake going on on there. So I'm, I just want to fake to, to FaceTime her and, and just talk to her, to, you know, just to make sure that I'm not, that I'm not playing stupid, stupid with her. You know? Okay. All right. So she lives in Singapore? Yeah, she lives She lives there, Bean. Okay. And why Why did you just, you two decide that it was time for an in-person visit? Has this gotten very well, romantic? Let me tell you why. Let me t- I have a good reason why, Bean, because here's the deal. But my, here's, my te- here's my technique, Bean. My technique is that if I'm going to meet somebody online on Facebook, after a few months, then I think that it's best to see her person because you don't, you, you don't want to wait six months in one year because if, if I wait six months in one year, she could be with another dude, right, Bean? No, you're absolutely right. Of course, yes. So it's, roman- it's romantic. You two have expressed feelings for one another. Yeah, and you know how tall she is? Bean, she's 5'9". Oh, 5'8", yeah. 5'9", oh, that's, five, nine. that's your range. That's, that's, that's it. perfect His whole range is 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, yes. yep. And dark hair, obviously, right? Yes, sir, Now, don't tell. Um, has she expressed her interest in you coming to visit her? Yeah, she she, she she knows, but I, I, she she told me that if I do come visit her, then she she probably take five maybe maybe four or five days off. Oh, oh excellent! Oh, wow! Okay, wow! It sounds like a love hey, week. Hey, Bean, on, on days if she's not working, what am I gonna be doing, Bean? 
Well, I, I've never been to Singapore, but she lives there, so I'm sure she has a bunch of things that she would like to show you or things that she enjoys doing around town. Yeah, because because we, I thought we all know that since Singapore is is an is, is English-speaking country, then I shouldn't have any problems getting around. I mean, well, I right. think so. No, no, I don't think so at all. I don't. What, what, are, what are you hoping to have uh, as the result of this visit, Doto? Yeah, I just want to see. Hopefully, this park will probably get to a, to a next step, being maybe marriage. Oh, wow. Whoa, 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 the next whoa, step? whoa, pump the brakes here. You're just meeting her for the first time. Maybe, maybe yeah, get to know her. About, maybe possibly give her a second, third trip, a fourth trip. Maybe okay. Learn, okay, maybe, maybe, okay. maybe this is just the beginning game. Okay. Hey, Doto, I think it's great that you've done um, the yeah. live chat with her. You know she's a real live person. Yeah, because I, been... I, 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 don't, I don't want to yeah. be taken as a... Absolutely, and I think you're doing the right thing with that. Can I ask you? You haven't sent her any money or anything like you, that, you know right? That's a very good question. You're gonna want to hear this because sometimes on Facebook, sometimes on social media, some, when when some girls start asking me for money, then I just I pretty much just shine on them. I pretty much just tell them to get lost in a nice way. That's good. good. You're good. being good. smart. Good. Okay. It sounds like you're being smart. I think you're doing all the right wow. things, Doto. That's Doto's great. Up. Yep. Are you and t- now, Doe? Forgive me. This is going to be a personal question, but I feel like we're friends, and I can ask: Have yeah. you guys expressed any sexual interest in one another? Yeah, she didn't talk to me about that yet. Mm. She but, hasn't. But, yeah, now we didn't talk. But I keep looking at her pictures. Being okay, is she, is she hot? You know what? You know what the hell she does, she does for a living? She, she she's like a she's like a designer. Is she hot? Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> I don't think Doto's flying to Singapore for a dog. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to tap that ass, though, I guess is what I'm asking. Yeah. Hey, hey Bean, can I ask you a question? Bean, if sure. I'm on the flight for, for 18 hours, do you mind ever watch Steven Cigar? Well, no, of course not. You should take whatever you entertainment you want with you. Yeah, you watch whatever you feel like. That's a long flight, though. That's very long. It's a yeah. lot of Steven Cigar. <laughs> No. <laughs> so, Doe, I guess what I'm asking is, do you expect to have sex with this woman? Possibly. Possibly. Okay. Uh, Doto takes some aspects very slow, and I, I like that him. about you, yeah. Doto. Good for him. You want to meet her. You want to see if there's chemistry. Then marry her. <laughs> but, no, that's why I said some aspects. Okay. So take this slow. If there's chemistry, see where it goes, and then maybe she comes to visit you. Yes. You go to visit her more. I mm-hmm. like this, Doto. I, I like it, it, too. You know what? Since this is, since this is a piece... Since this is a very unique situation, would uh-huh. you say that long-distance relationship on a scale like maybe 9 out of 10 times is probably not going to go anywhere statistically? Well, number one, that's the wrong way I mean, to go in. We don't know the You're flying to Singapore. Let's not say 9 out of 10. We don't know the statistics, but it can be an added difficulty. That's all. Yeah, 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 yeah. it could work out because every now and then, every now and, every now and then sometimes I do, I do hear stories of, of stuff like this worked out. Yes, yes of course it can work out. All the time. How can you travel anytime you want? Like you're going to Singapore to meet a woman. Maybe you could just go regularly. You know, well, you know what? Yep. Yeah. If this is going to work out, then maybe I like to go maybe in November, December. Bean. Good. All okay. right. Okay. And, and, Kevin, and Bean, can I, Kevin, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Here's here's my solution, Bean. Okay. Uh, let's say that if, if this woman was living five minutes with me, if this li- li- woman was living ten minutes with me, right? If the chemistry is, is not right, then regardless of what the heck, it's not going to work out. Correct. Right? True. Correct. Chemistry Even is very important. One minute away from you, if the chemistry is is not. There, then, then no matter how hard you try, it's not going to go nowhere. Correct. Yeah, that's correct. Right. Right. 
logistics and distance does not determine chemistry. No. Somebody could be your roommate and there's no but chemistry. But if the chemistry is right, then it's deep, right? Quick question, Dodo. Uh, I know on Facebook you can't just meet people. It's not like a Tinder or a dating service. Like, How did you, how did you find her? You know, Miss Jensen, you know, this is kind of, I guess, I, I, re- I guess she may send me, a, I don't remember, I guess she okay. may send me a friend request, Got it. or sometimes I randomly like to add different ladies on Facebook. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh I see. Okay. All. all right. Different people, that's all. That's okay. all well, listen, Doe, a lot of times we are nervous when we hang up the phone that you are headed for trouble, but I think you are taking all the right precautions here, and we yes. are, I think I speak for the room when I say we are very excited and optimistic about your trip to Singapore, and I hope that we can talk to you when you get back and find out how it went. Yeah. Absolutely. Great. And do you have condoms? Kevin asked me a, fun, a lot of funny questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's sure over there, Kevin. I'm Kevin. just saying maybe oh. bring, bring yeah, some. I don't trust Singapore yeah, condoms. Yeah, yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Doe. Great chat, my friends. Travel safely. We'll talk to you when you get back, okay? Thanks, Bean. Thanks, Bean. All right. Bye okay. now. Cool, Bye now. Jojo, international man of mystery, man. Yeah. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. We got a uh, a call left on the Kevin and Bean Afro line a couple of days ago from a what sounds like a very nice podcast listener named Chris. And let's just play it with no comment, and then we'll speak with her. Hey, guys. My name is Chris. I'm a podcast listener from San Diego, and I was just catching up when you guys were talking about the moon landing not being real. And that has always been bull****. We've never landed on the moon. Um, There are so many papers that prove it. I actually wrote a paper for my college thesis disproving us landing on the moon. So it's a real thing. I know you guys think that there's very few people who think it's true, but there are quite a lot of us. Thanks. So 50 years ago, I guess the hoax began. And since then, hundreds of thousands of people who are involved in man landing on the moon have kept a tight lip on it. So it has not been revealed until right now on the Kevin and Bean Show that the moon landing was, in fact, fake. Hey, Chris. Hi there. Good morning. Good morning. Great to, great to have you on. Thank you so much for calling. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Of okay. So we were surprised by your message, and I'm sure people are often surprised when you bring up your thoughts on the moon landing. Uh, tell us how it all began for you. Um. I don't think it really began. I've just never believed that we landed on the moon. And um, I was in college and we had to write a, you know, convincing paper. And this was just a natural topic that came up. And I was shocked that I was the only person in my class that believed it. Let me ask you a question about that. Why did you never believe it? Like, why did you even question it the first time? Um, Well, I know about science and I know it's not possible. How old are are you, Chris? I'm 37. Okay, so the moon landing was well before you were born. So when you first were taught about it in school, you thought, wait a minute, this just doesn't add up? Yes. That's okay. True. What was the first red flag that uh, that got on your radar? If flags get on radar, um, I'm not sure how that works. <laughs> <laughs> well, flags don't get on moons. I do know that. Ah, well uh, done. So the first thing that made me kind of question it um, was in a basic science class where we were learning about something called the Van Allen Belt. Mm-hmm. And the Van Allen belt is a radiation belt that is between us and the moon. And it's about 500 miles long and thousands of miles thick. 
And um, I remember scientists saying that humans could never travel through it because if we weren't dead, we'd be very ill, even with the best possible shielding we have. And so I did a little bit of research on it. And even through the shortest part of that Van Allen belt, um, humans can't make it through, even in the best shielding. In fact, early in the 90s, there were some space travelers that were about 500 miles below the Van Allen belt. And they said that the radiation flashes were so bright, they could see them with their eyes closed and they had to turn back. So I couldn't fathom how we could actually get to the moon. Well, I don't know very much about the Van Allen belt. You're probably far more well-versed on science than I am. But I mean, I think if I recall correctly, that is something that the Apollo program was aware of and figured out a way to beat. I think they figured out a way to safely put astronauts in a capsule that could go through the Van Allen belt. I mean, in multiple times. Well, not a human. A human couldn't go through it. And what's weirder is um, film can't make it back. The radiation is so strong that if we were able to take film to the moon and take pictures and bring them back, the pictures would be destroyed. So how did we get all these amazing pictures? Because they went through the Van Allen belt and it didn't destroy the people or the pictures. Chris, is your feeling the Kubrick kind of thing? Is your feeling that we filmed it in a soundstage, et cetera, et cetera? Yes, although I do think we sent men up. I mean, you can't fake a rocket taking off. Um, I believe that they were up and that they orbited for about eight days while we were being shown this footage that had oh, been filmed. Oh, so, and it's, I so think it's a they mixture. They crashed down and filmed it. It's a mixture right. of both. It's a mixture. Okay, so yes, what what exactly. did 600 million people around the world watch on TV on July 20th, 1969 then? Well, filmed footage, and I believe it was filmed out. I know this is where everybody starts thinking I'm crazy. I think it was filmed at Area 51. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a highly guarded area that people couldn't get into. There are several hangars that look like sound stages that are still out there. Um, and the topography of the Earth is the same. And even if you compare images from the moon landing to those that were taken um, by the Russians and flyovers, they're identical. You can lay the photos on top of each other, and those craters are exactly what is surrounding Area 51 out in Nevada. But don't don't you think somebody watching would have seen something that didn't work? I mean, was it a was it a perfect fake? It seems like it. it okay. Seems like All right. It. Let me ask you a, a, a question going the opposite way. Everything, everything gets leaked. Everything. How has this not been leaked? How is everybody able to keep this secret? And no one came forward and said this is a fake, like a deathbed well, confession or something. Yeah, something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people suspect that it was fake and have said, I think it could have been faked or think, you know, that they aren't saying it. But it's all politics. You have to believe that there is politics is worse. Politics Politics is worse than anything. They leak everything. I'm not I I don't know where Chris and I stand on this. I I don't know if I'm agreeing with her, but I do think the JFK stories. uh, There are things in the past. There are things in the past that have been completely hidden Mm -hmm. from us. Exactly. Okay, here's another question for you. Why fake it in Apollo 12? Why try again in Apollo 13? That is a very good question. 15, 16, 17, 18. Because I assume, Chris, you're saying we did it because we needed to beat Russia at it, etc. That's kind of the theory. Okay, we wanted to beat other countries to it. But But why why go back seven more times? I do believe that we've had rovers that have landed up there, and we've collected things and brought them back. That part, I believe, is 100% true. I just don't think that men can make it, and I believe that they were all faked. And, in fact, you can look at the backgrounds on a lot of these missions, and they're identical. Um, You'll see identical horizons with just the foregrounds changed, and the foregrounds and the horizons don't exactly match up. It looks like this footage was kind of used over and over again. 
Chris, can I ask you a completely unrelated question? Are you sure. are you dating anyone? I am getting married in sixty one days. Ooh, do you congrats. believe when he or she says things to you, or do you immediately think, "Oh, this is a lie"? I think everything he says is BS, but that's just a healthy place. <laughs> wow. Chris, I, I wow, am okay. now on your side, and I believe everything you say. Okay, <laughs> one more Making one more question sense. for me, Chris. So you, so everybody, yeah. everybody lied, everybody covered it up. So the twelve men who were the best and brightest of the space program, who were selected to walk on the lunar surface, they had military backgrounds. They had you know high clearance and everything like that. They were vetted completely. You think all of them were able to keep the secret? Most of them are dead now. Were able to keep the secret to their grave and lie about walking on the moon. I think. I think so, and I think money can do a lot. Um, and I also think threats can do a lot. Gus Grissom was an astronaut who was a big critic of the space program, and mm-hmm. he said Look two what years before it happened, some, what happened to him? he said someone will get killed going to the moon. And then coincidentally, a year later, he dies in a simulation that burst into flames. Yeah. <gasps> it was Apollo 1 on the launch pad. They all died, yeah. So you think like Buzz Aldrin, he's 89 years old. He's still out there saying he walked on the moon. You think he's lying. I think he's lying. I think he's lying, and he's probably told the lie so long that it's just easy, and it sounds so convincing. Well, well, also, Buzz Aldrin, uh, the guy who sat on a soundstage and pretended he was on the moon, wouldn't have the same career as Buzz Aldrin, the guy on the moon. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Listen, I'll, I'll agree with you in that if I'm Buzz Aldrin and I faked it, <laughs> I'm keeping up that lie. Yeah, absolutely. I walked on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's right. Right? right. Well, I wasn't expecting this, but I guess man didn't walk on the moon, you guys. I will say, Chris is the smartest. She, she is the smartest, most well-spoken person I've ever heard say that conspiracy theory and have a defense on this side of the argument. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Thank you. That means a lot. Oh no, but you're also like bad <laughs> crazy. So. <laughs> That's also true. Also true. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. K R O Q. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ali is here. It's Wednesday morning. Time for What's Happening? What's going on? You guys, um, do you remember... When I did the story about A-Rod giving J-Lo a 2019 red 9-11, 9-11? Huh? Yeah. Uh, Carrera, that up? Carrera no. GTS Porsche. Uh, <laughs> it is, is a 9-11. It, it is that a 9-11. Yes. Okay. He and gave we, her that we, for her 50th birthday. Yeah, and we all thought, what is she going to do with another car? Exactly. And then I find out J-Lo hasn't driven a car since she passed her driving test. Oh, oh wow. Oh! 
Wow. Really? She has drivers. Guys. Yeah. That's the but way to go. she didn't have drivers at 17, 18, 19, 20. She may have had friends she, or siblings. I guess if or... you grow up in New York, you don't yeah. need a car. Yeah. That makes sense. But then she moved out here for In Living Colors. She was a fly girl, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was driving her then? I know a lot of famous people who got famous at a youngish age, like Jennifer Lopez, who never knew how to drive, never have learned. Insane. Yeah. Well, she knew how to drive because she has her license, but it hasn't, hasn't driven since then. And we all found this out because she posted video of her taking a test drive around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So she gets behind the wheel of the car for the first time since passing her test, and she goes, let me see if I remember how to drive. Baby, I know how to drive. I remember I haven't driven for so long. Baby, this is so good. You've given me my independence back. What? what? Did hmm. she not know she could drive anytime she wanted? I don't know. Was she like, all I need is a man to buy me a car. <laughs> what, what is happening here? And by the way, uh, has she continued to renew her driver's license in the last 30 years, oh, too? Like, does she to have a narc. current license? Right? You're such a narc. Well, what I'm saying is she's not driving ever. <laughs> I wonder if she even bothers renewing her license. You think she does just so she can use it for ID? I don't know. Let's open up an investigation. Right? <laughs> you are such a narc. Wow. It says she hasn't driven a car since she passed her driving test, so I would assume the original driving test. That's what makes it the story, right? Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. The whole thing is just, I I don't know if I believe anything anymore. After the moon thing? That puts everything into question? I'm questioning everything. Okay. By the way, happy birthday, BJ Novak. Again. um, Again, right. You guys, room service prices are insane. You can get a bowl of berries, you get the bill, and you're like, how is this $30? Yes. Yeah. It's a bowl of goddamn berries. Yep. And, and by the way, no matter how hungry I am, I will never get rucked by those hotel rooms. Uh, why am I shocked? <laughs> I just, uh, I'm just telling you, if it's, a tw- the cheapest man alive. if it's a $20 turkey burger, mm-hmm. I'm not having a $20 okay, turkey Okay, but here's the thing. Not. I'm going to say again, Bean, you mm-hmm. don't drink. If you drink, it would be a different situation. Because oh, you, you have to have food. You're in the right. hotel room, and you would pay 50 bucks for a hamburger. You are okay. a cheap-ass bitch. Right? That okay. is true, ma'am. Um, well, Iggy Azalea was in Vegas, and she tweeted that she was shocked by the ridiculous price of a room service sandwich. She wrote, I just paid $54 for a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. She added a picture of a really sad Oprah, just to emphasize how upsetting it was. Mm-hmm. In a follow-up tweet, she said that the unnamed hotel charged her an additional $10.08 for silverware. What? Despite the fact that she could have eaten it with I've her hands. I've never heard obviously. of that. So she wrote $64.08. We love a scammer. She then posted a picture mid-bite and said that she was going to report her credit card stolen, which she wouldn't. She was right. just joking around, obviously. She then joked that she was stealing the HDMI cords from the TVs <laughs> in her room. And in the final post, she shared a short clip of her throwing the fork and knife in her suitcase and slamming it <laughs> shut. This is, the, this is the best thing Iggy Azalea's ever done. Amen. <laughs> she also talked about how... The room service bill was more expensive than the sweatshirt that she was wearing that mm. she sells on her website, which I thought was a nice little ad. Like, ooh, sure. check hey, out this sweatshirt. But you, my God, you guys, $64. Do you guys think the food delivery people eat some of your food before they put oh, it no. A fry, maybe? <laughs> Just pull up the little lid, take I a fry. Tiny know. little bit. Ugh. Sure. Guys, seriously. Have I mentioned it's BJ Novak's birthday? No, really? Yes. Really? He, Surprised well, that you wouldn't. Thing. He's a, a best selling author. He's an actor, a writer. Amazing man. Yeah. Um, I saw him once save a whole 
family from a what? burning building? Wow. You know, Absolutely. Wow. You know he's 40 today. I, I wouldn't know that because he looks 20. Right? Um, I will I was, say this uh, about BJ. Um, yeah. uh, he loves animals. Mm-hmm. And I know that because one time I was like, oh, my God, look at that dog. And he's like, do you want it? I can get you any dog because what? I love animals and I have this connection. So he's a dog stealer? No, no. He he literally <laughs> will do like this sweet. He steals dogs? No, a sweet smile. BJ Novak, dog stealer. Dogs, Happy birthday. Dogs come running. Like I he's see. like a dog. Other people's whisperer. dogs, though, come to him. No, he he makes very a very specific smile. So it's just dogs looking for a home. Mm-hmm. That's that, how good he wow, is. Wow, okay. Like he's just goodness and light. His soul is so pure. Allie forgot to mention him earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Hulk Hogan, by the way. He um a Hulk Hogan um <laughs> who hates um a lot of people loves BJ Novak. <laughs> I've heard that's true. Yeah. Oh, a BJ Novak, liked by racists. Yeah. Happy birthday. Listen, He's the man who invented Jetson. Booyah. Oh. Did you guys know that? BJ, I'm I'm sorry. I am ashamed. My I I brought shame to my family. My mom emailed me. She's like, "Don't come home for Thanksgiving." Oh, jeez. So I apologize, BJ Novak. I hope you have the best birthday ever. The other birthdays, I mean, who, who cares? cares? Who cares? Hmm. I'm not even naming the other people because they are all dead to me. Who effing <laughs> cares? That's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. We've been dying to get to this topic, and I think today is the day. A few weeks ago, Allie, you were doing a story in What's Happening Mm -hmm. about the situation. Uh Uh-huh. From uh, Jersey Shore, who's uh, what's he serving in jail time for? A tax evasion or something? Yeah, he yeah tax evasion for I think it's tanning salons. <laughs> <laughs> Which right. I'm not sounds kidding. like an onion headline. Not it does. Kidding. It does. Yeah. Real. So the story was that he was in prison, but it turned out there are a couple of other famous people there for him to uh, to hang out with and and get tanned and work out. Right? Yeah, the guy that did uh, the whole fire festival. Mm-hmm. Okay, so okay. he was in the same prison as well as the guy that. Um, Stole all the pictures of famous ladies uh, nude. Oh, the fappening guy. The fappening fellow. Okay. (laughs) So you were talking about how they were all in jail. And all I thought was, and I don't remember what day this was, but for whatever whatever was going on in my life, I thought, man, luck out. Because they're in jail today. They don't have to do any of the stuff that I have to do today. I think I was like taking my car in to get fixed or something like that and had a dentist appointment. It was just a bad day. And I thought, if I were in jail right now, I'd be waking up whenever. I'd be getting free food. Yeah. Maybe a little time back at the bunk, you know, read a little bit, listen to the radio. I quickly agreed because I feel like we have so much on our schedules. And you're always like, I'd love to get to this. I'd love to read this book. I'd Mm -hmm. love to, you know, write this novel. Watch a DVD, perhaps. Yeah, even open a DVD. (laughs) And I, I realized... What a perfect time, what a perfect place, what a perfect situation, excuse the pun, to completely clear my schedule. I've gone for six to eight years. The only person I've ever talked to that didn't think prison was that bad was Tommy Chong. We had him in Mm -hmm. from Cheech and Chong, and we asked him what prison was like. He was like, it was great. Well, everybody loves me. Yeah, he's a star. Recently, recently, Bill Cosby, (laughs) Dr. Bill Cosby, uh, he said through spokespeople that he's having a great time in jail. But do you think maybe he's spinning that? I don't know. I don't know why you would need to even say it. Don't say anything. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Can I bring up something you both also said, which was the pure comedy Mm -hmm. of you guys going back and forth? I believe you also said, 
Plus, we can get in totally good shape. Yeah, yeah we you can did work say out, that. Work out all day. You did no, say that. Because yeah. neither, neither of you would. Because neither of you have the time now in your schedule to work out. <laughs> that's what it is. Yes. That's what it is. Kevin, why don't you believe? And by the way, we want to take calls for people who have been in white collar prisons, okay? We're not. Uh, I, or I think any prison, really. I mean, if you've had any a good prison. Time. So if you're in San Quentin and you had a good time, please okay? let us know. By the way, we're, right. not even, we're not even saying good time. We're just saying not that bad. Yeah. Okay. Or that's... give a call if you've been in, in prison and it was horrible. Talk them out of this dream. <laughs> no, I think I'm going to do it. I'd like I think to we're going to make Jensen it and Bean try to rob a bank or whatever it is oh, they do, I and then it. they get put in, and then they'll be very, very happy. I've always wanted it. a meal plan. I, these are all things I, I don't have to think about the food I'm taking in. Yes, oh, I love gosh. that, too. And you never have to cook it yourself. You never oh, have to clean up bean. yourself. Outfits. We never outfits. have to worry about what we're wearing. Yes. You guys just said outfits. Yes. You, you think you would they... last in jail using the word outfits? <laughs> they oh, my pro- God. Sassy blouses. <laughs> <laughs> they provide your clothes for you. They, they give you everything. Yeah. And we right, could, so, also we get a job at maybe sewing things or making license plates. Which maybe I think would just feel great. sewing things was his mm-hmm. go-to. Yeah, you get like three cents an hour. It'd be oh. wonderful. But that's not the point. I don't need point. the money. That's not I the point. Even, that's even better. Because you have room and board. I don't need to be part of your economical system anymore. <laughs> I live off of basically beads and cigarettes. <laughs> beads? Ew. So what, what, let me give the number, you guys. 1-800-520-1067. If you've done any kind of time and it wasn't that it bad. It wasn't that bad. I want to hear from you because I feel like Jensen and I are on to something. Yes. And I know that the so prison crowded, stupid. the prison system is uh, is terribly overcrowded in this country. They don't. They really don't need don't the need burden us, of no. other people. But I feel like if there's a, if there's an opening... I'm going to go for it. There's which, an opening, and it will the, be gone for. That's not the prison motto I should oh. be living by. No, probably not. But he, and here's the other thing, Kevin, and, and Jensen is far busier than I am because he's got a baby, he's got you know multiple side hustles and everything like that. But even in my own life, where I concentrate mostly just on my family and this job, right. I feel like I don't have enough downtime to just sit and think about Look, things. Look, I don't want to... I don't want to argue with you about this because it sounds like you have a really solid premise. <laughs> but I think by day three, day four, you're tired of downtime. Bean, how many books do you have off to the side you need to that do you'd like something. to get to? I mean, I probably I buy a book or two a week. Yeah, I mean, I have so many things. I buy. You know how many podcasts I need to catch up on? Yes, exactly. Okay, I think it podca- sounds fun. Podcast too. That's a great point. But I mean, I just need, I, I just mean the the working on yourself mental time mm-hmm. I need right. as well. I need to get some things straight in my head. Right. I need to come up with some plans. We all need that. Yeah, but you know, here's the problem. And this is, this is a serious point here. Most of us spend so much time worrying about what we have to do today or tomorrow or this week that we're not making 10-year plans. No. You know what I mean? Because we're too Maybe busy. Maybe 8 to 10 even. We're they're too busy. I'm saying I need, I'm going to be so ready to get out of jail after five to eight years. I think that's what we decided, uh, Jensen. Yes, five days. I'm going to be so ready to get out, but I am going to be, I'm going to have a plan, man. When I walk out that door, I'm going to know it's where to go and what to do. It's going to take you five to eight years of solitary confinement before, to have a plan. with good behavior. <laughs> Just to come up with a plan? Yes. You're my, both insane. My life is in disarray. That's what I'm saying. How about, well, let's uh, let's pull it back a little. Would you do two weeks to get, like, it's almost like a rehab. Can I be assured that it's almost like a rehab? By the way, I've been to rehab. It sucks. <laughs> You're going to have to use a different example for that because that really blows. Um, can you assure me that I'm not going to be a bottom? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's important. No one's going to assure I, talking you about anything. The, <laughs> talking about going to prison. I also don't. I'm saying Bean's not going to last. Neither is Jensen. Well. I am also saying, and I have no information to back this up. 
I believe that the, it's a pop culture joke to say everyone gets raped in prison. I think the vast majority of people are not sexually assaulted in prison. Okay, good. I really do. Mm-hmm. And I'm down to test it. And you're basing that on? Gut. Okay, good. Basing that on my gut. That's what, All right, it's worth the gamble. Let's talk to Edgar basing real quick before, right? before the break. He is in Hollywood. He joins us on line three here on the Kevin Beat Show. Hey, Edgar. Hey, good morning, guys. Prison, not that bad, huh? No, it wasn't. So I got uh, I got sentenced to a year, and because of it, I tried to like get out of it as fast as I can. So I ended up like opting out for a work program. So mm-hmm. because it was a nonviolent because it was a nonviolent offense, I got ended up I ended up getting transferred over to minimum security. And honestly, it wasn't bad at all. Okay, See? look at was, this. What yeah. did you What did you like about I, it? Uh, well. For starters, I got to be outside and actually see the stars, whereas in general population, you're actually indoors, like, the entirety of the night. We're in minimum security. You can actually go outside and use the pay phones, get the fresh air, hit the oh, basketball nice. court. It wasn't bad at all. Like, yeah, it sort wasn't of bad. sounds like vac- vacation. Yeah. yeah. Now, was, what about what about what Jensen... What about what Jensen and I are saying about uh, you don't have to worry about uh, food. They take care of that. You don't have to worry about clothes. They take care of that. I yeah, mean, did really, you all love, your... Did you that. love that you didn't have to that. pick out your outfit? <laughs> Yeah, it was great. The, the yellow jumpsuit actually really brought the color out of my eyes. Oh, nice. <laughs> very sweet. That's very oh my sweet. God, I can't. <laughs> I love it. All right, Edgar, I hope that you are my cellmate. Thank you for the call, sir. 1-800-520-1067. I've been in jail, and it wasn't that bad. We'll take your calls next on K-Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. All right, we're talking about uh, you went to prison, and uh, not that bad. Tina writes in, my fat brother's excuse for not getting healthy. He wishes he were back in prison and had structure again. <laughs> See? This, there is, are what, some this people is what that, happens. There are some people that actually do get helped by structure that they can't give themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think either of you are those people. I think that's me. I, don't I think, think so. I'm, I think I'm Did down. you see Look. this uh, tweet, Eddie Miller? Bean and Jensen, try a cruise instead of jail. <laughs> Uh, I support both of you going to You can read on a cruise. Hey, you're stuck in that room, really. Get outfits yeah. if you want. We are taking your calls at 1-800-520-1067. We're, our argument is that prison for some people is a pretty good deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clara, Oceanside, up next, line four on the Kevin Meet Show. Hey, Clara. Hi, how are you guys? Good, thank tell, you. Tell us about your, your time on the inside. Okay, so 30 days, Orange County Women's Jail, right? Mm-hmm. And like I said, it wasn't bad. I mean, of course, the first week was awful, but there wasn't any rapes or anything. And it, it feels like camp, okay? Because it's a bunch of girls. We're right? all in this big room. Wait, can, Be- wait, get- can Bean go to the girls' one? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you know go ahead. Though, it, it, it's gay for the stay and then straight at the gate. There's a lot of girls. Wow. You, know, you get lonely and you're Look like, Look at well, this. She's got the prison lingo wow. down, doesn't she? She's right. 30 days. And then... And, you know, I you have to have a skill. My skill was French braiding. I would French braid everybody's hair, and then you swap things, like for commissary, for food, for snacks. Okay. And I read every book, you know? I, I read all the Fifty Shades of Grey books. Mm. I caught up on some Stephen King. Okay. Jen, yeah, Jensen and Bean, can either of you braid hair? Uh, I'll learn. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What, would, what would be your skill, do you uh, think? I'd prob- probably rapping. You teach other people how to rap? Yeah, I okay. do. I mean, that's what I do anyway. Okay. Bean? <laughs> I have no skills. You guys <laughs> you know that. I have no skills. So, so, all right, thank you. Know you know what, Bean? It would be your charm. It's your charm. Oh, yes, thank you, Clara. <laughs> Clara, you, you a new listener? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get murdered in prison on my first night. Clara, thank you for thank the call. You. We appreciate it. one 800 Give me some Jason on line one. He is in Tustin. Somebody else who's also saying, hey, you guys, prison, good time. Jason? Morning, party people. Morning. 
And by the way, we should ask how long you were in and where you were. I was in 30 days, also Orange County, just like Clara. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All Go right. ahead. And how'd you find it? Good time or bad time? You know, I had a blast. It, it, <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Go on. The, the structure part of it was great. The food, not the best. But like you said, you don't have to clean up. You don't have to make anything. Right. It was like Clara said, summer camp. There are okay. two things that people don't realize, though. Okay. okay. Number one, the impending race riots. A race riot can pop off at any time. Oh, So if you yeah. get over that, you'll have a good time. Yeah. So you just have to avoid the race riots and then it's all thumbs up. Okay. I got a yeah, I got a serious absolutely. question for you, Jason. Were you did you did you have a single cell or did you have a uh, a cellmate? No, it was what would they call a block. So there was oh. 12 of us in one big block. Whoa, all right. So wow. Jensen, how are you going to handle the pooping situation because you already have I, so much trouble with public pooping? Yeah, what well, are you going to do in front of a bunch of dudes? 30 days I could hold it in. Allie would do the best Allie would love pooping next to everyone Oh my god, I'd be like, hey, check this one out She'd be a hero Check Mm. it out, Sully I don't know why I'm in the Sully The symphony of farts Mm. Jason, this sounds wonderful It's beautiful Yeah, I may be losing my enthusiasm (laughs) For the idea Can we go back to reading all the Stephen (laughs) King books? (laughs) I'm glad you had a blast though, Jason Thank you for the call all right, we better give Vanessa in L.A. her chance. Oh, uh, she, here's a buzzkill. She is an oh outlier here. Hey, Vanessa. Vanessa, everybody, everybody oh we've God, talked. I've been a fan of you guys in Fellowship. Thank okay. you. Okay, but everybody I, I, we've talked to now. says that prison is outstanding. What are you calling to say? Well, um, they're probably in Orange County because I'm from Los Angeles. <laughs> but, okay. Um, ah. I got sentenced to 174 days for DUI, so I don't know if I was going to be in there forever a day to the entire sentence, but my DA told me 30 days. Anyway, the processing is the most degrading. I was in a room filled with about 50 women. We had to get butt hole naked. Am I allowed to say butt Yeah, butt hole? No, no. <laughs> I, I, we all, I think we all know that that is part of the admission. I, the cavity search happens. Yeah. But we're all in, in this room, so it smells like feces, okay. butt, mm. uh, mm. you know, period stuff, stuff mm. you don't can't, can't imagine. So, is it helping? Women and we, huh? I don't. Now I don't want to go to jail. You're not helping them. Okay, but you get so through. The, you get through that in thirty minutes, and then you're on vacation. No, and then <laughs> you know the degrading part. You know, it's a degrading situation. But you know what? Some officers have self entitlement issues, and they have a superiority complex, and they think that they can treat anybody. Oh, sure. Like they want. The food was horrible, so I fasted for a whole week. And okay, all hold on, was, stop right there. You lost some uh-huh. weight, though, right? Lost weight. Yes. Not only that, it was a spiritual awakening because it was my first time fasting. Okay, but, but but what I'm saying is I need to lose a few pounds. Again, everything you're saying so far, I'm still down. Well, the butthole this, thing. No, it was I, the most horrible experience in my life. It was the most horrible experience in my life, but I'd do it again if I had to. Hey! you okay. do it again if you had to. Oh, that's a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> yeah. Wait, you said the worst experience of your life, and then you followed that up with I'd do it again if I had to. Why? Because I, it humbled me. I became humble. And, hey, I'm not drinking and driving anymore. Uh, that's, hey, listen, that's, that's good. good. There yeah. you go. But Vanessa, you do know you can actively avoid uh, this happening again, right? Yeah, I don't drink and drive anymore. There you okay, go. perfect. That's good. So it would be something else that she'd be in there. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> sure. So, uh, happy, happy younger girls. You have these younger girls who think, you know, they're they're active. You know, they're gang members. And, of course, 
you know, I grew up at those chola, those gothic cholas, you know, back in my day. So mm-hmm. the, I have these younger girls thinking that I'm around their age because I'm well preserved. All right. So, okay. Know, to... I mean, I'm not sure that we're finding out a lot about Bean and Jensen talking about girls' prisons. Vanessa's so. like, let me tell you about my skincare regimen. <laughs> Vanessa, I'm glad that you uh, you went through it and you came out the other side a better person. And thank you for listening for so long. We really appreciate it. When can we go to jail? I am convinced now. This uh, sounds like a great deal. On the way home, we could easily, I don't know, I can rob a bank. You could do something. I think both of you could probably rob a bank and meet in jail. Hey. And wear the same blouses. I'll see you there, Bean. Okay. Look forward to it. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. 106.7 K-Rock is K-R-O-Q. This is the Kevin yeah! and Bean Show. Never too early. Do it. Was not expecting this in July, but it seemed appropriate. Halloween, Halloween, ooh, Halloween. Go sleep, things are gonna happen. Here's the uh, headline. Uh, mm-hmm. First, uh, first uh, sentence, actually, from the Presstelegram.com in Long Beach. For the past four years, summertime in Long Beach has become a place of horror and darkness with evil lurking all around during one terror-filled weekend. We're talking about Midsummer Scream, you guys. It is back and it is happening this weekend. David Marklin is the executive director of Midsummer Scream. If you have not heard about this and you love Halloween and horror, listen up. This is going to be your jam. Hey, David, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me on. Our pleasure. So we're very excited. You know, increasingly, more and more people are getting into Halloween as not just being a day, but as being a week and then a month. And now it seems it's turning into a multi-month event. Yeah, it's a lifestyle for a Amen. lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, tell, tell us how how you got into it. Like, were you a kid who just was obsessed with horror movies? I grew up on the uh, East Coast, and I loved uh, the Halloween season with foliage, and it was just always spooky. And when I moved to LA, um, I didn't see as this is twenty five years that ago that didn't happen um, as much. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of Halloween stuff here, but over the years, I started finding people were making their own Halloween at home haunts, especially throughout the Valley with Burbank and Studio City, but yeah. everywhere else. And um, so I just really started to follow everything everybody was doing. And then there's Not Scary Farm, which is the most amazing event I'd ever seen. And, um, you know, I was doing event production and decided we needed to have an event to really bring all these out and, okay, and well, people, bring, bring together this community of makers and people who love it. What's under the umbrella? What kinds of things do you have at the Scream? Uh, we have uh, we have a room called the Hall of Shadows. It's a massive uh, show floor room uh, with over a dozen haunted houses just set up for the weekend. All right, we nice. More than three hundred and fifty vendors selling everything from horror apparel to uh, props. Uh, to makeup effects, just anything you'd want to buy for the Halloween season. Um, I know it's hitting the stores shelves early and earlier, but we'll, you'll find everything with us. Fun. A lot of it, a lot of it handmade and one of a kind. A bunch of support celebrities will be signing on the weekend, including uh, Elvira herself, Cassandra Peterson, and Kimberly Brown from Halloween Town. And uh, a bunch of other people from movies you'll recognize. Wow! And uh, because you're, uh, you're putting on this event in uh, Long Beach, have you been uh, reached out to by the movie industry? Like, is it turning into like a Comic Con type thing where they start to you know roll out trailers and panels and things you like know, that? We, yeah, I mean, uh, one of our cooler additions this year is that an upcoming movie from Fox Searchlight called Ready or Not about uh, a woman who has to survive an evening playing hide-and-go-seek. Yep. Um, uh, we, we're, we have an experience at our event called the Fox Searchlight Presents Ready or Not Experience presented by Sinister Point. So people get to come in and uh, 
get a taste of what that's like. I got to tell you, one thing that I do love, even though Halloween is becoming bigger and bigger, is horror movies have always been year round. Yeah. And I do love that. I love horror movies like crazy. Do you um, encourage people to dress up? Oh, absolutely. You know, the more dress up, the better. You know, we have people who come, you know, dressed as their favorite characters, whether it's Pennywise from It, or they'll make their own costumes, which is also really exciting. Would you like to hear Kevin do his impression of Jigsaw? <laughs> oh, no, yeah. he said no. Oh. No, he said absolutely. <laughs> Kevin, go ahead. Wow, David. Do you want to play a game? That was pretty oh, good. Oh, good. You're, you're hired. You can do our voice. Thank you. Thank you. We are uh, talking to uh, David Marklin. He is the executive director of uh, Midsummer Scream. So this is the fi- this is the fifth year that you've been doing it, David? This is, this is our fourth year. Fourth year. Okay. And uh, it's just it's getting uh, bigger and bigger. Is this the type of thing that people need worry about selling out? In other words, do you recommend that people go and like buy tickets online like right now? Uh, yes, please buy immediately. Now, last year we did sell out on Saturday, and so there's a, always a chance that'll happen again this year. Um, but uh, so buy early. Also, it's, tickets are a little bit cheaper in is, advance as is well. This, so. Is this kid friendly? Uh, you know, it's, that's a touchy one. We have a whole kids area, and we have got a balloon artist who does things for kids and all sorts of kids uh, activities is the uh, balloon artist pennywise <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time we don't tone down the scares just because kids are around we warn parents like yeah. we're not going to tame tame down what we're doing uh just because you have a child there yeah, yeah. I do, I do uh, we, like do, we do have you know your kids, you know, kids so tend, yeah exactly you know your kids kids tend to under getting free uh it's very impressive that zombie joe's underground theater group for children is putting on a show it's called urban <laughs> death for kids so that's all fine and by the way that's, that's not true. that's not a joke i that's just fantastic. made out that is Amazing. truly on the schedule that does sound good all right david one more question for me because you're now our official uh, halloween correspondent we did a story a few days ago, I'm sure you saw it in the news, about a movement afoot, a petition online with lots of signatures of people who are trying to move Halloween from October 31st to the last Saturday of October. They think it would be safer for everybody involved uh, if the parties and the trick-or-treating were on a Saturday instead of, you know, during the week when people are traveling on the roads. What, what do you think about that? Good idea, bad idea? Well, it's a horrible idea. Are we going to move Christmas Amen. to like every, you know, the, the last Saturday of December? No. And, and besides, one, Halloween is a lifestyle for all of us. We're celebrating year-round. But right. two, they can change the date all they want. All they want. When I have kids, they're going to be trick-or-treating on October 31st. Wow, purists. So be prepared. Oh, a purist will not hear it. Those, uh, <laughs> If they do change it, though, those kids are going to be knocking on doors with some very confused people <laughs> on the other side if it's no longer Halloween. They'll have two nights to trick-or-treat then, the okay. other one and the real one. This is the first time we've uh, <laughs> actually considered both. Well, David, <laughs> David's the expert. we got to follow him. That's right. David, okay. David has made the point a few times that this is a lifestyle. Right. That's a lifestyle. Here is my thing. Um, I get made fun of because I decorate for Halloween earlier than most. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I asked what I think is one of the authorities of Halloween and on Halloween what he thought of that, Mr. Danny Elfman, and his response was... Wait, people think there's a too early? Would you agree with that, David? You can decorate year-round. I mean, it's Amen. Fun. Do you have a super spooky house, and when can I come over? <laughs> I'm an Angelino, and uh, I have an apartment, so we don't really have the opportunity to do that, but uh, we, we'll go and visit. That was a disappointing answer, i got to be wow. honest. David, <laughs> David sorry. just another I'm man sorry. that doesn't want me at his home. <laughs> I get it. David, if, if we're looking to do our house up or whatever it is, is there any trend in 2019 that we'll be looking forward to? Anything new? 
Um, just bigger and better. People are constantly trying to outdo each other. So just do something and do it big. Because I've seen those inflatables are bigger now than ever for your front yard. Like they, they have moving seems like cheating. Is it? It seems like it. I don't know. You're sort of buying the whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I mean, come to Midsummer Scream. And you'll okay. be able to not just do inflatable, but make your house actually look like something out of Knots or Universal's Ooh, Halloween Horror Night. Okay. All right. All right. Midsummer Scream is the festival that's happening this weekend, you guys. Saturday and Sunday at the Long Beach Convention Center. Tickets are available at midsummerscream.org. Kids 10 and under are free. Sounds like a great weekend. David, great to talk to you. Happy Halloween, my friend. Thanks for having me. Happy Halloween. Thank you. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Rock. Allie is uh, here with our final look at what's happening on a Wednesday morning. What's going on? Well, what's going on is um, some more people dropping out of Woodstock 50. Oh, you guys. Man. come on. I, um, I was going to go. I know. I know you were. Um, but as of right now, we we knew Jay-Z. We knew John Fogarty. We knew Dead & Company. But now Miley Cyrus has... No! Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Has dropped out of Woodstock 50. No! As well as the Rock on Tours... Santana and the Lumineers. No! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Sir, I understand. Why do you no! think these? <laughs> why do you think these people are all just now making the announcement? Great I ass- question. I assume they- that is a good question. That's a great I ass- question. I assume yes. they all have known they're not uh, doing this forever. They've been paying attention since April when tickets were supposed to go on sale, and then backers dropped out, then venues dropped out, then they applied for another venue, then they passed on it. And well, finally, they moved it to Baltimore. These bands knew months ago. They well, were- keep in mind, Bleak 182 canceled Firefest that weekend. Yeah, but like, that's when they found out. Yeah, but still, this you gotta know. Yeah. Well, here's Here's the thing. The show is now um, supposedly free. Um, they're going to be giving away free tickets. That helps Some the bands want to play. Some money will go to charities. There are two headliners that have not canceled yet. Imagine Dragons and The Killers. So whether they this just they just forgot to cancel or, in in my opinion... Because Dan Reynolds is such a nice guy from Imagine Dragons, and then you've got Brandon, who might be one of the sweetest individuals ever from The Killers. Maybe they're both like, you know what? Let's just do this guy a solid. Let's do it. They just haven't announced it Let's hear him out. Let's hear him out. Let's hear him out. Give him a shot, you guys. Uh, You guys, the zombies, though, still on board. Okay. So I don't know if they're going to play each day, Mm -hmm. uh, August 16th, 17th, and 18th. But um, They're going to have to add an actor, too. Yeah. Okay. You guys, they've got to cancel this, right? Are we still sending mugs? They've got to just... (laughs) Yeah, mugs. Sending mugs, right? You know how they save this whole thing? How? Cancel it? Headliner Jeremy Renner. I've said that over and over again. Okay. Have you guys heard... He's got a song out, right? A full song. It's on iTunes. I've not heard it, no. Oh, we might have to break that down. Is it um, not good? No. No. Awesome. Well, I don't think... I'm excited about that. I don't even think Jeremy Renner could save this. Well, yeah, I mean, no one's ever said that. Um, forgive me because I don't know much about this. Does he consider himself a singer, or is this for no? Some, he he is this won, some bit or some no, movie or okay? One hundred percent believes he's a singer. This is running, you know, Bruce Willis era. Yeah, this yeah. is this is Kiefer Sutherland. This is Kevin Bacon. This yeah. is all those guys with bands. Uh, both of those are better. Bacon boys are fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is this is different. Okay. Like better than Eddie Murphy party all the time. That song's a bop. A Nothing's better jam. than that. That it song's is a, a jam. Bop. There's no song better a than that. Great. Are you a party on the all the time fan, Kevin? 
Me? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Written by Rick James? Yes, I like it that was. song. Yeah. Go ahead and sing a little, Kevin. My girl wants to party all the time, party all the time, party all the time. Jasmine is snapping offbeat. What are you, scatting? Well said, Kevin. I like that song. Kevin hates most oldies. I like that song. Surprise your story. It's second under Boogie in Your Butt. Well, sure. Okay, as long as we all agree on that. Classic. What about his other hit, Put Your Mouth on Me? How'd you like that? I do not know that one. Yeah. How about you sing some of that? I don't know the words. I just sang my part. I would be happy. I, I would, but I just don't know the words. You know the words. Me knows the words. <laughs> I don't. Pull it up. Pull it up and sing along with it. I'm not going to do oh. that. A little bit. So Jeremy Renner sings. Let's yes. hear that tomorrow. Yep. That sounds fun. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, Jensen, maybe you can help us out with this. Mm-hmm. Because with just a year left on his contract with CBS, James Corden is opening up about his past, present, and future in entertainment. He tells British GQ, quote, The day might come and I might not be brave enough. I've got to just try and make peace with this idea that if I walk away from this show, there's a chance I become a question on Jeopardy. (laughs) One people struggle to answer. James Corden had a career before the talk show. He'll be fine with a career after the talk show. I feel like he's forgetting that he had hit shows. Yeah, Gavin Gavin and Stacey is literally like they're friends. Huge. Yeah, and he was a a Tony winner. And and he won a Tony on Broadway. Yeah, Yeah, he's fine. He has currently game shows in the UK that yeah. are huge hits. A uh, League of Their Own. Is he forgetting this? Uh, is he just putting it out there, sort of? No, I think... To that, get people ready? No? No, I think that James is a guy who loves big projects. Mm-hmm. And I think that he loves movies and doing those things. And I think the TV show is very uh, constricting. Time-consuming. Yeah, yeah. every single day. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think it's a negotiation tactic. I think for a long time he's sort of been like, I don't know if it's for me, but I do think he's... I, I think you're not getting rid of him. I think he's coming back. Not quite yet. I yeah, mean, it's, I the most, so it's the most Emmy-nominated television show of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the second most nominated individual. The first is the producer of the uh, Corden show. Crazy. So, yeah. Well, he also admits that he grapples with the public's perception of him versus the reality. Here's his quote. I understand the version of me that people want to meet, and I'll give them that. That's all right, because it's actually harder. It's more work to be rude and abrupt, and I don't want to be that do-you-mind person. What does that mean? Uh, like if someone's taking a picture of him or something. Like people want him to be the bubbly, woo James right. Gordon that they see on TV. Right. And he, I think, like troubling? most like most actors, comics, all of that, uh, they really aren't that. They put it on for television. That's what you do. That makes you a star. Mm-hmm. But in real life, you're a lot more reserved. You're a human. A human. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which is interesting. I did like um, at the end of this article, it says, ask your listeners and you could ask questions about this article. This is my favorite one. Can you imagine late night TV without James Corden? Yeah, I think we all can imagine yeah. late night TV <laughs> we, without all of them. We lived it. I said, yeah, I've said it before. Okay. I said the same thing about Craig Kilborn, and we're fine. <laughs> oh, man, was he good. Though. He was great. I liked Kilborn. Great. Then he just disappeared. He gave sure up. did. Like, yeah. Out of why he I think shows up in a movie like every three or four years, mm-hmm. yeah, and we go, oh, that guy's still so good. But I don't know what he's doing for money. I, I believe, really don't. I believe don't a couple of years, a couple years ago, I do believe he tried a syndicated talk show mm-hmm. that was going to be sort of like the old show, but I don't, oh. it didn't pick up. Why don't you think he needs it, Kevin? Where do you think he's getting? I don't know. From? I feel like he probably made enough money in the day. No, oh no, no. I don't think to be living in 2019. No. 
All right. I mean, I don't know how long we want to I don't know his go. finances identically, but... No, let me, like, p- I don't flip know. to page three I don't right have there. What does it say? Info on that. No, I don't know how okay. long we want to go on Craig Kilborn. There's a Bill Simmons podcast episode, mm-hmm. number 98 with Craig Kilborn. Worth listening to, because it's very strange. No, you just said Bill Simmons was worth li- listening <laughs> it's to. It's not. It's Kilborn that is. Okay, okay, yeah. got it. He's very it. strange, you said. Very. Okay. Yeah, he may have got him on a, a weird day. Okay. Yeah. Huh. okay. So maybe Craig Kil- Kilborn's a little uh, crazy? It's possible. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. It's a very good uh, good episode of a weird... Uh, Justin, how much time do you have? Well, as you, you know, as you know, I'm going to jail soon. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting all these things together and uh-huh. listening to some on the way. Okay, yeah. got it. How long ago was that podcast? Oh, God, years. Oh, my God, Justin. <laughs> you're like, what you're going to do is listen to episode 98. Episode 98. I think he's in the hundreds now. <laughs> such a dork. Not yet, Chip. Please. I mean. Not yet, Chip. (laughs) Not out of here yet. Kevin Hart is going to star as a fictionalized version of himself in Action Scene. It's an action comedy series coming to the upcoming streaming service, Quibi. That's the one that does the little 10-minute chunks, the quick bites of content running per episode that launches. I was looking for another streaming service to pay for, so this is good news. (laughs) Well, launches in April of 2020. It's going to follow Hart on a quest to land a major role in an action movie. After being rejected, he has a random run-in with an A-list acting star, leading to a chain of events that result in Hart fighting his way through several comedically over-the-top action sequences. I mean... Kevin Hart works a lot. Yeah, I think sure is does. what I'm saying. He sure does. You can't get away from Kevin Hart. It is weird how those those guys go in just like the, the Rock as well. Yeah, in everything. Yeah, Insane. and work out. Where do they find True. time to yeah. work out? Um. By the way, the Rock is now a co-owner of Voss um, Water. Water. Yeah. And in the tweet where he announced it, he mm-hmm. said, oh, well, this makes you know perfect sense for me because I drink four gallons of water a day. <gasps> doesn't seem possible. You that guys, doesn't seem possible. I drink about a gallon, gallon and a half a day and now. And that's more than most and people. And that's a, a lot more than most people. It's a comical And I am yeah. not, like, obviously he works out a ton. He obviously sweats a lot more than me. I can't remember the last time I sweat because I don't believe in it. But four gallons a day. Yeah, that seems absurd. I'm peeing I like, constantly. I feel like that is potentially unhealthy. Like, there is such thing as water intoxication. Yeah. Oh, there absolutely oh, is. Oh, you could die if from you, Oh, yeah. you could. Yeah. If, you, if you drink a gallon of water in an hour, that's water toxicity. If that's you guys bad. want to win a Nintendo Wii, do me a nope. favor. Uh, nope. No. Drink as well. Nope. Oh, okay. Bad, nope. Sorry. Bad this was a situation. radio contest that ended in death, which yeah. now means we can't do these radio contests <laughs> but anymore. But that was one where they weren't allowed to pee. That's what we're not talking about. We're not talking about that with The Rock or with Ali or with anybody who's drinking a ton so of water. Well, drinking you to a drink ton of water, my, you just sit on the toilet. That's my contest. My contest is drink a ton of water, uh-huh. hold it in, I'll get you a Nintendo Wii. No, that's not. The, that's exactly the, not the contest. Oh. Yeah. Call now. Nope. Yeah. Don't call now. Maybe we should ask Drew about water toxicity. Somebody call my mama. Okay, who am I kidding? Why not just ask Muggs? About <laughs> how much water we should be drinking. Yeah. 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 Very good. And how much is too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when does the water toxicity aspect come Talking to Drew play? tomorrow. We can do that tomorrow. All right. Hopefully, I will have peed by then. Someone call someone. Some birthdays for you. Please call now. <laughs> oh, not not just yet. Uh, Wesley Snipes, J.K. Rowling, M. Shadows, Mark Cuban, and the most important man, I would say, this century, do you think? One of the most creative. 
one of the most creative, uh, important figures in history. Alex making this, making up for missing I, this birthday the first I three. I saw him once. First two. I saw first him two. once. Yeah. Do that dance where you jump mm-hmm. over your own leg. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, amazing. No one does that. Right? I once saw him do this thing where he bends over. What? Hmm? Uh, his name is BJ Novak. And I'm not telling the truth. He was out getting high, stealing a car, hmm. laying out on the beach. It's possible. No. It's possible. Yeah, he wasn't doing any of None that. None of us saw. He is such a great man. That's he, what I mean. he fosters kittens. Um, he he's builds. He's a vulgar human he, being. He, yeah. No, he's not. Distasteful. He builds homes constantly, and not even like Habitat for Humanity. He just goes builds homes, own. and then he's like, "Do you want to live here? Just to random people. You want to live here? He doesn't want the attention. He, is a- he doesn't want the attention. He will be so mad hearing this. Asshole. Not any of those things. He is such a great man. He'd be mortified that we're saying all of the wonderful things that he does. His face looks like it's been kicked in by a biker Ooh. gang. That, well, that's <laughs> A-specific and not true. He amputated his own leg. That happened. See, that's he true. did to give it to a guy who had lost his leg. Amazing. He was and born on the 4th of July, no 1900. One, no, it's today's <laughs> birthday. Um, he doesn't talk Very about old. these things because he's that good of a guy. He's his hands are so mm. small. They are not. They are large, which you know what they say. And from what I just saw online, uh-huh. yeah. it's true. Okay. He's a Hap- racist. He is, he is a con Not. Man, no. he's a cheat. He's not any of these things, you guys. He's BJ Novak. Right. He's such a weirdo genius. Uh, maybe that. He's an American treasure because that's what's happening. Thank you, Allie. And you drive home today to listen to a commercial free 5 p.m. I had more, by the way. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, you want to continue? No, no. Go okay. ahead. At some point, we got to let Nicole in here. <laughs> On your drive home today, listen to a commercial free 5 p.m. hour with Stryker and Klein, a random act of helpfulness in the SoCal helpful Honda dealers tomorrow morning. And all new Kevin and Beach show. Dr. Drew, how much water should we drink? Yes. Water, what's up? Water Four gallons up. is what The Rock says. Uh, Brett Gelman on the program tomorrow. He's hot right now. Oh. Stranger Things 3 and Fleabag. Mm-hmm. Fleabag. He's the worst person in the world. Whoa. On That's Fleabag. not even a drop. On Fleabag. Excuse, oh, oh. On Fleabag. Pull that, would you? Man. He's a sick, sick, man. sick man. He's a sick man. Uh, get up on this with Jensen. We also do on Thursdays, mm-hmm. and we've got your tickets for Disneyland as well tomorrow. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.